Hi, and welcome to the Deeper Than Money podcast. I am your host, Chloe Elise. I'm a millennial money coach, speaker, dog mom, and a seven on the Enneagram. And I am on a mission to prove to you that finances can be fun and easy. On the Deeper Than Money podcast, we will dive into all things millennial finance, debt, saving, mindset, and how to have financial freedom to enjoy life in your 20s and 30s. I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So let's talk money. Hello and welcome back to the Deeper Than Money podcast. Today we're going to be talking about how to use your credit card, how to best um, take advantage of your credit card, what to do if you are in credit card debt, and all of the basics. We're not going to go into, think of this as like the 1.0, the 101 class. We're not going to go super deep in like credit card point hacking and all that stuff, um, but just some of the basics. So if you're someone who is confused on, should I own a credit card or you have a credit card, but you it's maxed out or like you have a credit card, but you don't really use it or you don't know how to use it, this is the episode for you. Okay. So before we talk about the strategy behind it, we have to figure out what you're using it for, right? Like what are your reasons and what are your priorities right now? So a couple of things. First thing, if you are using a credit card because you feel like you have to, aka you are continuously going into credit card debt, then the first thing we want to do is to switch over from our the credit card and start using your debit card. So this can be hard for a couple ways, especially, or for a couple reasons, especially if you're used to relying on your credit card. And there can be lots of different reasons for going into credit card debt or relying on your credit card. And in each different scenario, we can do something different that really supports you to getting to the same path. Where we want to go, if you are, again, one, relying on credit cards and putting all of your purchases on credit cards and going in more and more into credit card debt. Two, if you are making more money, or I'm sorry, if you're spending more money than you're making, the first thing we need to do is to get ahead, right? Like first step is making sure we can pay for what's going on in our in our lives right now. And I want you to take the shame away if you're someone who you're like, I literally don't have the money to pay for things and the only way I can pay my bills and stuff is credit cards. If that's you, the first thing we want to focus on is not necessarily the money strategy of like, how do I best utilize my card and how do I do this? We want to first and foremost talk about making ends meet. So the first thing is, are you taking advantage of available resources? So maybe if you lost your job, are you taking advantage of unemployment? If you, um, you know, are at your job, are you taking advantage of everything you can when it comes to getting getting the hours that you're wanting, or are you asking for more hours or whatever? Um, another recommendation is I would go through the thousand dollar challenge which is a free three-day challenge that we have that basically lists out 
a million reasons on how to save a thousand dollars in three days that would be really really helpful for you of getting started i don't want to spend too much time in the weeds of like here are three things to go do now you can go and take that challenge again it's free so go and do that because we have to make sure one that you can pay for the things that you need to food groceries all of that that's first once you know that you can pay for those things but you're going into debt on top of that, right? Maybe you can pay for the basics, but it's your spending where you go online shopping and that's what you're racking up on the credit card or whatever. That's where we need to we need to start having the conversation. So step number one, making sure you're taking care of yourself and can pay your bill, your bills. Step number two is making sure that you have an emergency fund. Okay. Making sure you have an emergency fund. Part of the reason why I see a lot of people struggling with getting into credit card debt, then paying it off, then getting into credit card debt, and then just feeling like they can never get ahead is because they don't have anything standing between them and an emergency. I like to see between one to three months of expenses in the beginning before tackling high yield or um, high interest debt. And you might think, but Chloe, that's so much. I don't want to start saving money and saving months of expenses because what if I, you know, I could put that money towards debt, but I promise you, I promise you that in the scheme of things, having that little bit of savings is going to stop you from going more into debt. And that is the key. That is the key. I don't care if you spend a week longer in debt or if you end up paying a little bit more in interest. I don't care if you do that. I care that this is this line in the sand where you'll never go this much in debt again unless you want to. But I'm saying if you're in a position where you're like, screw this, I'm so unhappy, I can't get out of it. I want this to be the line in the sand that this is as much credit card debt as you're ever in. If you don't have the emergency fund, you don't have that line in the sand because you could go more into debt and then pay it off and then go more into debt if something comes up. So we want to get that emergency fund. Where do we want where do we want to keep it? In a high yield savings account. So make sure you open up a high yield savings account. Put your one to three months of expenses in your emergency fund. Now, while you are saving up for that, in the meantime, one of the other things that we want to do if tackling credit card debt is your priority right now, we want to take recurring payments off of your credit card. Okay, because there's nothing more frustrating than going to make a $500 payment on your credit card debt. Heck yes. And being like, oh shit, but I spent $450 this month. So really, it's only a $50 payment. So what I would do for the time being is take those payments as long as they can be covered by your debit card. We're going to switch whatever payments you have linked or maybe you normally do groceries, or you normally put gas, or you normally do whatever on your credit card. We're going to pause that just for the time being so we can start tackling this credit card debt, and then you'll go back to using it if that's what you decide to do. So pause those payments, put it on a debit card. So for the next little while, just a little while, just a little while, you don't have any extra payments on your credit card. And instead, when you go to make an extra payment, apart from your minimum payment, your total balance is actually going down. Your total balance is actually decreasing instead of decreasing by $20 because you spent money on it. Okay, so that is number one. And that's where you can really get into the mentality of like, how do I want to pay this off? And again, 
that's where you can get in the nitty gritty. We talk about this in the $1,000 challenge of how can you think of ways that you can increase expenses right now and making sure that all of your expenses are in alignment. And if they're not, then um, getting rid of them. Okay, so that is for the person who's like, how do I get out of credit card debt? That is how you should be using your credit card. AK, you shouldn't right now. Pause using your credit card, stop using it, move your payments over so you're not using it so you can focus on tackling that credit card debt down. Then you can go back to using it down the road. Okay, so that's you. That's how you're gonna use your credit card to the best of your ability. Next um, scenario is if you are someone who does not have credit card debt, but you are wanting to build your credit score. So I'm not going to go too deep into credit score. I have another, uh, uh, I was going to say another module. We have another episode fully on credit cards. So you can go listen to that to listen to the ins and outs of credit score. But at a high level, your credit score is not the end all be all of how you're doing financially. It is not an overall picture of how wealthy you are or how wealthy you will be. It is a one little snapshot that measures how you handle debt. Now, that being said, that is still important and we need to make sure you're increasing your credit score because it gives you choices. It gives you more options and it can save you hundreds of thousands of dollars in the in the long term, especially the biggest way we see this is when you go, if you wanna get a mortgage someday, if you wanna buy a house and get a mortgage, um, your mortgage interest rate, well, I mean, interest rates for other things too, but especially your mortgage will probably be the biggest amount of debt you'll go into. And if you can get a lower interest rate on your mortgage because of your credit score, that can save you thousands to tens of thousands to even over a hundred thousand, which is crazy, right? This little score, this little number can save you that much. And that's why it's important. So if you're trying to build your score, It's really important to look at what your credit score, what a credit score is holistically and looking up the different makeups of a credit score. So one way that you can increase your credit score in the long run, and these are all tips. I, if you're, let me just pause really quick. If you're wanting to raise your score because in a month or in two months, you're about to try to buy a home or, you know, rent a car, especially buy a home, you do not want to open up new accounts. You don't want to do any of that because you don't want to take an immediate decrease in your score. You do not want your score to decrease because you are about to um, apply for uh, you know, getting a mortgage or whatever it is. But if you are someone like me at the time, when I graduated from college, I was like, okay, I want to open up a credit card and I want to start building my score. I want to start building my credit score. And I knew that at the time it was okay if my score potentially went down a little bit in the meantime in order to grow. To give you some context, when I graduated from college, I had um, a car loan at that time and I had student loans and some were paid off some I was still working on becoming debt-free and paying those off, but that was the only credit I had. And so my credit score was very low. And as I paid my student loans off early, my credit score went down a little bit. 
And I don't want that to freak you out because here's here's the bottom line. If you're keeping your student loans active, aka not paying them off early, in order to keep your credit score higher, you're basically paying for your credit score. If that's the only reason you're keeping them keeping those accounts open, you're basically paying to have a good credit score. And I am not ever willing to do that. I'm not willing to pay to have a good credit score because I already think it's a crazy little metric. Yes, I know it's important. Yes, I'm willing to play the game, but I'm not willing to pay for it. And I hope that you're not either. So for me out of college, I don't remember exactly what my score was. I'm sure I could look it up. I It was definitely in the 500s. Like I would guess it was like 520 something. And, um, which is not a great score by any means. And so at the time I wanted to open up a credit card because I wanted to start building my credit. So I opened up a credit card and I recommend for your first credit card that you're opening up, you do a very basic one with no fees, with no annual fees, no hidden fees, nothing, and, um, and you can just start by talking to your bank about what they offer when it comes to like the most basic card. And if you're like, but I want an Amex, I want all the points. Cool. Once you open up the most basic card and you manage that very well for a couple months, then I would look into getting a higher level card. But to start, I always recommend a really, really, really basic card. So I opened that. Um, my score was 520. I, I think it was like 520 something. And it dropped immediately because when I opened it, a couple things. One, it was a hard check on my credit. Um, the next thing was that it now the life of my credit was lower. The average life of my credit was lower because I just opened up a new line of credit. So that new line of credit was only, I mean, the day I opened it was only a day old. It was only two days old. But as time has gone on, now that is, I don't know when I opened it, maybe two or three, oh my God, almost four years ago. And so now that credit line is four years old. And so now that's, as time goes on, it acts in your benefit. Okay. So I had that initial drop because I opened the new line because it was a young, a younger card, right? The credit age was lower, but as time has gone on, my credit score has increased and is now excellent, which is so crazy in such a short period of time and without paying for it, right? And without going into debt for it. Okay. So opening up a, a credit card can be um, a, a great option for you in the long run. However, you have to make sure that it's okay that if it were to take a dip in your score right now, that that would be okay. It doesn't have to, but it can. Once you have a score or once you have a credit card open, or maybe you already have a, a basic credit card open, awesome. How one of the easiest ways for you to raise your credit score is to decrease your credit utilization. So your credit utilization is how much money per month or like the continued balance. But if you don't have credit card debt, it's how much money you're putting on it per month and then paying it off. How much money you're putting on that card. So if your credit card, uh, the maximum balance, so your allocated credit is $500 and every single month you put $490 on it, that is showing the lender that, oh my gosh, she needs a lot of the credit we're, we're giving her that must mean that she doesn't have, you know, she might not have that money elsewhere or whatever. And so that can actually impact your credit. And so instead, one of the easiest ways to raise your score over and over and over is to literally 
put a dollar on your card, make one purchase, put a dollar, buy a pack of gum or um, make a, a small purchase, like seriously under $10 on your credit card, make that purchase and then pay it off at the end of the month. And then the next month, make a small purchase and at the end of the month, pay it off. And that is the easiest, lowest risk way to raise your credit, your, raise your credit score. And I did that for, for months because I had a very basic card. I just wanted to focus on raising my credit score. I was still a little nervous at the time because that was my first credit card. And so I didn't know how to manage it and like when to pay it off. And credit cards are a little bit different than debit cards. And so did that for a couple of months. And after four or five months of that, my credit score was increasing so much every single month. And that was just the absolute best. And so that is a great way to do it. And also as a reminder for someone who has credit card debt, when you are paying your maxed out cards down, you will see your credit score increase. There's this myth that you are, um, that like, oh, the more you spend on a credit card, the better it is for your score. And that's not true. That is not true. And so actually credit utilization and having low credit utilization is actually a really easy way to raise your credit score. And then the last way, and again, we're not going to dive too far into this, but if you are someone who is a little more advanced, you're not just using a credit card to raise your score, but you also want to get some rewards, right? You want to use some points and all that stuff. Make sure you're doing your research on the credit card that you're wanting to sign up for and make sure that it matches what you are looking for. So I see a lot of people who sign up for whatever the trendy credit card is at that time. A lot of them have really high annual fees and occasionally, I don't want to say occasionally, it can be worth it to have a credit card with an annual fee if you are you don't have a balance and so you're not paying credit card interest, you're not paying you don't have credit card debt, you're not paying the bank, right? Um, so you're taking advantage of points and then not paying the bank, but also if the perks slash points are well worth paying that annual balance, but some people don't even do the calculations or see if it's worth it. Um, and there are other cards, like for example, there's travel credit cards where you can buy, buy, you can sign up for a credit card or apply for a credit card from an airline where normally you would have to pay for luggage, but when you have their card, you don't have to pay for luggage. So if you're someone that when the world is open up, you normally fly American and so you pay $30 to check a bag every time, or for a round trip, you pay $60 to check a bag, maybe paying a $90, whatever it is, annual fee in order to not check a bag is worth it to you. But just making sure that you're signing up for a card that aligns with what you want and it makes sense. What I see happen for a lot of people is they say, oh, well, I mean, it's a $500 annual fee, but like I'm going to get lots of points back, a lot of points back, so it's totally fine. Then they open up that card with a $500 annual fee, and what they don't realize is that they get themselves into a pickle when five years from now, eight years from now, 10 years from now, they are continuing to pay $500 annual fee. They no longer want this card because they're not utilizing the travel benefits or they're not utilizing the perks or whatever. But now they're like, crap, if I close this card, 
my credit is going to drop because that was a card that I've had open for a long time. And so the age on that card is higher. So then they're like, well, now I feel like I have to keep paying it. And again, you get in a position where you're paying for your credit score. So again, I'm not anti having an annual fee credit card if a couple things. One, you, well, one, you have an emergency fund. Two, you do not carry a balance, meaning you do not have credit card debt. Three, for you and your priorities and your lifestyle, the credit card annual fee makes up for it with the perks that you get from it, right? As long as those things are in place, I'm okay with you having a, I say it like I'm your mom. I'm okay with you having it, right? I'm not mad about it, but the biggest thing is no matter what, no matter how you are continuously using a credit card, but make sure that you're using it like a debit card. Still plan for the purchases that you're making and then pay it off every single month. Do not carry over a balance and do not use it like this free magic genie card that you don't plan your spending. And remember, planning your spending does not have to be this restrictive, gross thing. It can literally be, cool, here's the roadmap of what I'm going to plan for my money. Awesome. Now I'm going to go and spend that. I'll tweak things as I need and bada bing, bada boom. But that is the, you know, the basics of how we want to use a credit card. So again, it's different for what your strategy is, whether you're trying to pay off credit card debt, whether you are trying to specifically build your credit score, or whether you're trying to really take advantage of rewards and points. So definitely depends on how you are, what your priorities are to how you're going to use it. And so make sure that you are taking the advice of where you're at and you're not someone with tons of credit card debt taking advice for, oh, well, she's over there and I need to get this credit card with a 500 annual fee when you still have credit card debt, right? Like make sure you are taking the advice and listening to advice that serves you in what your current priority is. So those are the basics that is mastering and taking care of and utilizing credit cards in a smart way 101. Thank you for joining us and we'll see you back next week for another episode of the Deeper Than Money podcast.